Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello and welcome to the latest episode. I think we're on 20. 20 episodes. 20 episodes. Welcome to episode 20 of the Parenting Tools podcast with me, Jordan. And me, Jason. This is the podcast where two dads talk about the relentless beauty and the hilarious chaos of being dads. Smash the saying. Bringing it back. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jordan, what's new? Well, um, this is episode 20. We recorded 19 and 20 back to back. Yep. So we are in the same room on the same day. <laughs> Mind blown. So by the time this comes out, a lot could be new. A lot would be new. A lot would, with kids, a lot will be new. But I've got a bit of a, I'm going to dive in straight away with a opening question. Oh, come on. From one of the listeners Love because that. we didn't get around to it last time. And the question is from Harvey. And it is... <laughs> Loading up. <laughs> so you're really stretching this out. The anticipation is building. There we go. Goodness me. Uh, what was your first experience like when you first looked after your child alone without your partner? Oh, my word. Casting the mind back a little bit. Oh, we've got two. I've just seen the other one. <laughs> the other one is, uh, I won't say who it's from, just in case their partners are listening with them. Do you ever just hate your partner's parenting ability? <laughs> oh, someone, oh, someone's got something they want to say. <laughs> they want to get it off their chest. They do. I'm going to answer that one first. And no, my wife's a much better parent than me. <laughs> That's really nice. <laughs> there we say. go. Do you know what? Um, no, my, my wife is also a, a brilliant mum, a brilliant parent. However, Ooh. there are times where, and let's be real, you think maybe I wouldn't have done it that way. Oh, yeah. Maybe I wouldn't have said it that way. But what a key thing is for me is not mentioning that in front of the kids. Oh, yeah. 100%. Save it. Yeah. Save it till you're alone. It's got to be a united front. Got to be a united front. Even if you don't agree with the tactics being deployed, (laughs) take that to, you know, maybe your own bedroom and say, "I, I wouldn't have done it that way. What was the first experience like looking after your child alone without your spouse good question harvey thank you have you, have you thought i i remember em's first experience when uh it was in the middle of lockdown when things had slowly started to open up one of the first things to open up was golf courses and uh i took the opportunity <laughs> with both hands, I I was like, oh great so we've been doing looking after noah both of us and the mother-in-law and father-in-law helping as well and i go oh i'm gonna go play a round of golf <laughs> 
for four hours. <laughs> Not including travel. What was the uh, response to that? <sighs> Mixed. I bet. Mixed. <laughs> <laughs> like, granted, there was definitely a, a, a wave of understanding of going, do you know what, you need to get out. Just, mm. just do something. Because it was yeah. also, everything was locked down. There was nowhere to go. Um, and like, there is no outlet when you've got, especially when you're in the early stages. Yeah. And like, you're like in a bunker. It's like, there's no contact with the outside world. And it's like, so there was a lot of understanding there. Yeah. There was also a lot of stress. Four hours. So I remember, obviously, it was in the stages where they're waking up every two hours to feed. Mm. I had been up pretty much most of the night, like doing as much as I can so I didn't feel guilty about going. Yeah. Um, Playing in the groundwork. Yeah. <laughs> but I particularly remember being up from four o'clock in the morning and that's been the start of my day. Gosh. Yeah. And then when I got to golf, <laughs> someone that I was playing with was complaining about being tired. Oh, behave. Yeah. Were they a parent? Not yet. Oh. And it was just that thing in the back of my head saying, just you wait. Yeah. You wait. <laughs> you will eat those words. <laughs> I uh, I remember my first time being left alone. Um, my little boy, he pooed and his nappy leaked all over my hand. Oh. <laughs> So I was holding him as you do with babies. Kind of his uh, his head was up, but my elbow and my hand was down by his legs. Yeah, I could just feel a bit of warmth. Yeah, I'm like, oh, have you pooed, you little tramp. And then um, it was on my fingers, and it was that korma yellow <laughs> paste lingers stains. Yeah, so that was uh, that was fun. Apart from that, it was it was all right, and she wasn't gone too long. She definitely didn't go and play a full eighteen for four hours, not including travel. <laughs> So yeah, not too bad, not too bad. But on that front, we want to hear some horror stories. Yeah. So if your experience of having your children on your own for the first time wasn't so smooth, let us know at Parents and Tools Pod on Instagram and TikTok. I remember just being petrified, just like the amount of responsibility and like... Were you nervous? Yeah, I think, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it's helpful when they sleep for a long period of time. Yeah. I think there was football on. So I was like, just happy to have someone in the house that doesn't speak. <laughs> On the Instagram front, last week we had a message from Jade who said about, would you like solutions or support? Yeah. And I said, Jade had a mummy issue that we'd come back to. Um, we didn't have time last episode, so we've swung back around to it. And Jade said this, mummy issue I have, which I should probably not be complaining about, but I will anyway. <laughs> because that's parenting. <laughs> um, when the little one is teething and will only sleep in my arms, which is kind of nice. But there's pros and cons in that yeah. one. Um, and she messaged us at 20 to 1 in the morning. Mainly cons. <laughs> Currently sat in his room in the rocking chair with him in my arms, completely awake. And if I put him in his cot, he starts crying immediately until he's in my arms again. Oh, Any there. teething tips at all? Help. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Jade. From Northamptonshire. Teething tips help. I mean, I've been there, having to hold Noah all night. And uh, I just got really good at balancing her on my arm so I could play Xbox at the same time. Yeah, the amount of Xbox work you get in Honestly. early on is good, isn't it? <laughs> Teething tips. We, we tried everything. Because you're not allowed to use sort of like gels until they're a certain age. Um, like there's those things that you can put in the freezer. Those little oh, like teethers the, one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I didn't like those. We um we find that the powders are quite helpful. There's powders. Yeah. Wow. So what we what we did was we um put the powders on the dummy. And you kind of rub rub the dummy on the. Oh, it's like a numbing powder. Yeah. Well, I don't oh. know what it is, but it works. Talcum powder. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Talcum. This baby's got a really dry <laughs> mouth. <laughs> but we we are there at the minute with with the teething and teething. If I were to describe teething as a person. <laughs> <laughs> is that kid at school who reminds the teacher that they've not set the homework. <laughs> Just when you think you are out of the woods and you're in the clear Keeps coming back. and you can enjoy yourself, teething comes and perks up, yeah. chirps up, chimes in and says, you've forgotten to set the homework and then you're back. Just when you're in a good routine and you've got your nap sorted. It knocks everything out, doesn't it? Just sleep when, schedules, everything. When they're sleeping through and then all of a sudden teething comes along and just disrupts everything. Yeah. And the other thing that parents do is they blame everything on teething. 
and grandparents. <laughs> Everything is teething. Yeah. It's teething. Oh, she's got a bruised leg. Teething. <laughs> oh, she's just dropped a toy. Teething. <laughs> she's a bit grumpy today. Teething. Everything. It's all to do with teething. Everything's teething. Where actual fact is, we've, we've just not been <laughs> doing our responsibilities as parents and she's a bit overstimulated and teething. But my daughter, bless her, she's got my front teeth. They are huge. <laughs> and she's got one that's coming through and it's, and you can see it. Do you know when the gums go white? Yeah. And you think any day now yeah, this tooth yeah, is yeah. coming and it's just not coming through. So our daughter, and this moves on to my daddy issue this week, has been an amazing sleeper mm. from pretty early on. I've been jealous. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the leaving the room thing that I mentioned really early on yeah. in the pod life, um, she's like half six asleep, wakes up half six the next morning. Unreal. But recently she started to wake up at about 10, half 10, 11, which if you're having a wake up in the night, yeah, tell we you that. can't complain at all. So that's fine. You know, you go up, give her a milk, no problem. So Friday night, I believe it was, and it's always a Friday, isn't it? When you get to the weekend. It's always when you've got stuff planned as well. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, my wife had a migraine. She had her first ever migraine. First ever migraine? Yeah. Wow. And do you know when people say, oh, I think I've had a bit of a migraine, and people that have had migraines before go, you know. Do you know when it's a migraine? Yeah. She said to me, when she was sat in a dark room, <laughs> unable to lift her head up properly, I know what people mean now. <laughs> When they say, you know, you've had a much, she was not in a good way. So she went up to bed quite early. 20 past 10, hear my daughter wake up. I think, here we go, bit of milk. I'll go to bed myself. And she would not settle. Oh, that's a- really out of character. So I'm thinking, teething. teething. <laughs> and um, every 15, 20 minutes or so, she would wake up. And it got to about midnight. And she was really just not settling. So we tried her in our room. I don't particularly like doing that, especially with the whole migraine thing going on. Mm. Really didn't want to bring a crying baby into our bedroom. So it got to about quarter to one. Now our little boy woken up as well. No. Um, got to about quarter to one and I thought, I am going to do the last resort. Put her in the car. Go for a drive. Oh no. Which works a treat. When we've done it with our little boy before, yeah. two minutes in the car, he's fast asleep. I was driving around for half an hour trying to get my baby girl. at one o'clock in the morning yeah i left the house at quarter to one and i thought i know what i'll do i'll go around a little loop near our house she'll be asleep by the time i get back she wasn't oh, i no. thought i'll go around the bigger loop wasn't and i thought well now i'm here i'll go to the supermarket 24-hour supermarket my yeah. wife's on my profen parasitum or whatever not open no <laughs> you're having a mess so there's another one i thought i'll go to that one not open what tried the, the garage petrol station not open oh. Little girl's still awake. So eventually I thought, I'm just going to go home. So now it's quarter to one when I pull up at the drive and she's asleep. I'm thinking she's just fallen asleep. I'll sit in the car for a few minutes. Got to the point where I could hear her breathing a change. She was a bit of a deeper sleep. Got out of the car, opened the car door. She beamed at me. Her eyes pinged. She smiled so widely (laughs) that her dummy fell out of her mouth. And I was like, oh my life, you're so cute. This is quarter, quarter past one in the morning. <laughs> I've not been to sleep yet. Um, so I take her back in, put her down, a bit of crying, but I'm at the point now where I think she's just got to cry it out. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else we can we can do. Um, so it's about quarter to two when I start to fall asleep. And I fall asleep. Seven minutes past five, my little boy walks into our room. <sighs> and this goes back to the gym thing. I'm working on about three and a half hours, four hours sleep. I ain't getting up to work out. <laughs> There's no way I'm lifting oh, mate, anything. You ever had heavy. a mare? <laughs> mate, this gets worse. Oh no! So I go into his room and uh, I lie in his bed because I don't want him coming into our room with my wife because she's got the migraine thing. And I promised her, "You're having a line. I'll sort the kids out." So <laughs> I get in his bed and he's not going to sleep. So I turn his little nightlight on and said, "Look, you can play on the floor," but he does this thing where. If I'm in his room, or if we go in his room, he'll just poo in his nappy. He won't go to the potty. And I don't. Know, I think it's because he's playing. Yeah. Doesn't want to stop. I said to him, look, if you need a poo, you tell daddy. He said, yeah. Pooed in his nappy. But he said to me, daddy, I need a poo-poo. I'm like, oh, brilliant. Like, good boy. I don't know at this point that it's in his nappy. <laughs> so I take him to the toilet. I whip his nappy down quickly. Yeah. With no care. 
<laughs> it's already there. It's already there, all down his legs. Oh. Because I've just slid it down his legs, <laughs> inside of both legs. And I'm like, what? The-? I didn't expect this. So I, I dropped his um, his pajamas back down, like his top. Yeah. It's gone up his back as well. And I hadn't realised. So now his pajama top is covered in poo. His <laughs> legs are covered in poo. His socks, because it's cold, his socks are covered in poo. My hands are now in the poo. Oh. And I'm like, oh my day. And I'm trying to like tell him off quietly. I'm going, I told you. If you need a poo, you need to tell daddy. Um, as this is happening, my daughter wakes up. So this is about six o'clock now. So I sit him on the toilet. I said, don't move. Don't touch anything. Get our daughter. I'm like, right, I need to pick up, because his poo clothes on the floor. So I put her on the floor, pick his clothes up. And he goes, my, and he puts his arms out to her. She gets up and runs to him, arms and legs around her. So now she's covered in poo. <laughs> and I'm going, stop it. She is covered in poo. And then my wife comes out and goes, who's covered in poo? <laughs> she like kind of squinty eyes. <laughs> who's covered in poo? I'm like, both of them. Everyone is covered in poo. <laughs> so she goes, right, you take her. So I'm taking her all her stuff off. Grow bags covered in poo, pajama tops covered in poo. I say covered, there's poo on it. Yeah. Um, and then she makes this noise, my little girl. <laughs> I go, Are you kidding me? She's teething. It's not a simple, straightforward poo. It's now 10 past six. <laughs> All of that before 10 past six. <laughs> so. Oh, mate, this is, this is making me feel anxious. Harry77. Seven, seven on TikTok. Am I going to the gym now? <laughs> Mate, it was brutal. So uh, the next oh. day, this was Saturday now, I just, I was wiped out in the afternoon. I had a big old nap in the afternoon. My wife, absolute legend, recovered from the uh, migraine. Let me go and have a nap. Mate, absolute chaos. Honestly, that's stressful just listening to that. I know that's a long story, but that started at 10 past 10 in, <laughs> at night and went on till six o'clock in but the morning. That perfectly just encapsulates the actual chaos of parenting. Yeah. Like, and the re- relentless, just constant. And like when you'd, you'll, you'll tell somebody else that I doesn't have kids and they'll just think, ah, oh, you're up late, up early. Yeah. You're exaggerating. Get over it. All that kind of stuff. And it's like, that feels like two weeks worth of stress. Yeah. In less than 12 hours. The thing that I found driving at like 10 past one was my eyesight was quicker than my eyesight. And what I mean by that was... <laughs> I explain that. I'd check my mirrors, so I'd look up at the mirror and I'd still be seeing the road in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's worrying. Honestly, it was like... It, it just took a while for my eyesight to catch up with my eyes. I'd look up and it would just be like really slowly. <laughs> Everything would just shift into focus really slowly. And I was thinking, I shouldn't be driving at this time. All the while, my daughter's in the back going, da, 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 da. Oh, she was cute. Yeah, she was very cute. She wasn't oh, crying. That's amazing. annoyingly cute. Oh, that's different. If she was just crying the whole time, that would yeah. be another level of stress. Mate, absolute carnage. <laughs> Uh, have you recovered? Yeah, just about. Um, she last night was a bit rough as well. She was being sick quite a lot. Oh no! And I don't know if that's teething or if she's caught a virus or or what. But um, yeah, sick on my little boy's carpet, so his room smells of oh. sick for a little bit. We sorted that out. Sorted that out. Went to Wilco and just wiped them out of carpet cleaning products and odor <laughs> things, and <laughs> just took the whole shelf. But yeah, she was being sick last night, which wasn't nice. Mm. Bless her. And you could tell that she was tired. But every time we lay her down in bed. She just like, she needed the milk to get her off to sleep. Mm, yeah. So give her some milk, she'd be sick. Give her some water, she'd spit it out. She'd want <sighs> the milk. So it's like, do you let her cry? Or do you, do you risk the milk? Yeah. Knowing that she's going to be sick. She was sick about three times, bless her. And you can just tell that she was tired and wanted to go to sleep. Oh, bless them. And like, it's like, like, there's not really a lot of space for you to recover as a parent. Because no. you're quickly on to the next thing. And as soon as you recover from that, you're quickly on to the, the thing after that. Yeah. And it is that it is so hard to recover and then also be on top of your game of just parenting and life. Well, yeah. And like not being 
snappy and snappy or resentful or that evening we were we'd been asked to go and help out with our young people at church with the youth stuff and it was like of all the days it's the day where we're out this evening <laughs> but that was great I, I caught up on the sleep and and we will have a, a lovely time so if you're still with us after my incredibly long story oh that's great thank you so much for listening to me <laughs> john feels a lot better now i do i feel lighter so I mentioned a few weeks ago that we began the transition from Noah being in a cot into a bed. And you didn't want to talk about it. You quickly parked it. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't start so well. And when I say it didn't start so well, it's what you expect, what they tell you anywhere on the internet, of they're just going to run around their room playing and all that sort of stuff. This morning at about three o'clock in the morning, I heard a weird noise and checked the baby monitor. <laughs> she'd thrown all her quilt and pillow off the bed and then she was lying face down on the carpet fast asleep in the middle of the room <laughs> so she'd got out of bed walked over and just thought this is more I think she just rolled oh, she just rolled, just okay. rolled. that makes more sense <laughs> but just kept going so anyway it's going well yeah we're, we're hit and miss again sometimes she'll go straight to bed other times, like this lunchtime, um, put down for a lunchtime nap, and she's she's up, she's getting her books out, she's having a little read, and then she'll put them back and put herself to bed, mm. or she won't. <laughs> she'll just, yeah. so many things to be distracted by. Um, so it's going okay, but like that, from what I found, when you Google it and all the things that they say, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going to get distracted by stuff and that's okay. That's just part of There's it. There's no barriers. There's no barriers. I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so question that comes to mind straight away. Yeah. How did you go about the, the build up to her? Oh, we took the advice from the listeners. Yeah. So we put it out, you know, even, so we took her to the shops and let her pick her like quilt cover and pillow and all that sort of stuff. That was very exciting. What did she go for? Um, it's got the alphabet on it. Oh, nice. It's lovely. It's nice. Educational. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to go catch some Zs. Yeah. <laughs> Zs for Matt in New York. So we, we put it up that way and then she was excited to go to bed. Um, it was the first few nights she was asking for her car again. Oh, okay. So that was a bit rough. Yeah. Um, but once she was asleep, she was fine. Yeah. Um, and actually wasn't actually by a transition good I think it's one of those I think it's like a bit like potty training where for me it was built up to be the worst thing yeah I didn't want to do potty training yeah. whatsoever and actually it was okay um, cot was one that I, cot to bed was one that I wasn't looking forward to and as mentioned on a previous episode the broken door came, <laughs> came handy funny you say that because Noah's door is also slightly broken <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't break it. <laughs> but I'm glad it's broken. Did Em break it? Do you think? <laughs> Probably have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> but we actually took one of the top tools. Top, top tools. tools. Yes. Come on. Nailed it. <laughs> From you, the sticker chart. Oh. So when we did the bed, we bought a sticker chart, and we said if you stay all night in your big girl bed, you get a sticker. Yeah. And when you get a row, we'll buy you a present. And she done it. She did it. Get in. And she'll wake up going, sticker? <laughs> she just, exactly. <laughs> what did you get? What, was it a good present? So we've, we've done it so long now that we've done two presents. And I've learned that I cannot go into a toy shop unaided. <laughs> I have to take back up because I'm a pushover. It's just anything she asks for. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so the latest thing we got, and this is living your nightmare, is a Peppa Pig aeroplane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she wanted a, a rubber duck, but a a teddy bear version. No one sells it. Has she seen some somewhere? No idea. She's, she's no, made she's made it up. She wants a big fluffy duck. Copyright that quick. Yeah. <laughs> but the, what I learned is that so when we went into the toy shop, big name brand, I won't mention it. <laughs> she picked up a toy and it was like twelve quid. At that point, I should have been like. Let's go to the till and buy it. Me being in my naive sense of, oh, this is fun. Let's have yeah. some more time in the shop. So, oh, let's go see what else we can find. And we know you love buying gifts. Oh, my word. It just got worse. <laughs> she picked up one thing 
that, and then one thing another, and it was just more expensive every single time. Until it got to the point where I was going, oh, do you not want this instead? <laughs> do you remember that first one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the sticker charts working so well, we've had to extend the period of presents. Right, it's like, we're soon. <laughs> well, <laughs> we are getting skinned. <laughs> the amount of presents I'm buying. <laughs> well, the irony is, is that you, uh, you've credited us with that. Yep. Didn't work well for us. <laughs> we sacked it off. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> so ours was um, three nights. If you can do, do it for three nights in a row where you don't come out of bed at night time yep. when we put you down and you don't come out in the morning when your clock is blue, um, you will get a present. And we even added brush your teeth because he was good at that. Yeah. And he, well, he still is good at that. We even added that to incentivize him. We just couldn't do it. He could. <laughs> he just does not stay in his bed <laughs> in in the morning. He just every morning about between five half five, he's in our room, which is really tiring. Yeah. Um, and again, it goes back to the whole. That's when people work out. Like, how do you? How do they do that? Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's we eventually we kept saying, look, you're not going to get your Jesse Toy Story. You're not going to get your Bullseye. And um, my wife raised a really good point where every day we were starting off with a bit of disappointment i see yeah and it was like oh yeah what a shame you've not come out of your room or yeah we at first it's like right get back in your bed well actually he's starting the day off with telling off where all he's doing is waking up yeah and he probably doesn't understand that he's probably not even aware of what's going on um and then it was oh what a shame you're not getting you know your sticker today and he's going well i want my sticker and after about two weeks we were like, oh, we're just starting every day off on the wrong foot. And it's his fault. <laughs> you know, just stay in your bed. But he's three years old. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, we abandoned the, the sticker ship. And uh, we've not cracked it since. So, please, listeners, let us know. It's worked the charm for us. How do I get him to stay in his bed in the morning? <laughs> How do I get him to sleep past that time anyway? We thought maybe, is he cold? So he's, his room is, isn't cold. Is he hungry? So we're giving him food before bed. We're letting him have his bath and come downstairs for a bowl yeah, of cereal. We did that for a while. We're um, Now we're going to start putting him on the toilet when we go to bed. Um, see if it's that. Is he waking up because he, he needs a wee? Wow. I don't know. He man. might just love five o'clock in the morning. But he's awake. That's the other yeah. thing. Like, you put him back in. He doesn't go back to sleep. He is up and he is ready for the day. I've got something in my eye and it's absolutely killing me. I didn't even notice. <laughs> been picking that up for the last hour. So yeah, that's uh, that's our life date up the minute. Um, and then we had a big we had a big life update recently. We did Ooh. school visits. No way. For next September. Wow. And the worst thing happened that <laughs> could happen to me, to be <laughs> honest. So we've got a school literally at the end of our road. Yeah. It is, according to Google Maps, a 30-second walk. And Google Maps cut you some slack, don't they? <laughs> For getting lost and stuff. So Get lost. 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. They, um, you know, if, if they say it's five minutes, it's probably about four. And um, my wife went to that school. My wife's a teacher. She's a primary school teacher. Trust her opinion completely. Yeah. She went there. She wasn't keen. Oh, no. She wasn't keen. It's uh, So we live in a small village. Got <laughs> <laughs> a name and shame. Uh, we live in a small village and it's a village school. So yeah. it's, it's tiny. It used to be someone's house. Wow. And it's like all the 
the school years are, are doubled up. Um, some of the classes are, are in the, the school hall. So when it comes to like lunchtime and stuff, they have to pack up all the tables and the chairs. And uh, for her, she just kind of thought that's breaking up the day a little bit. She's probably coming at that from a teacher point of view. Yeah. Um, sure, the kids are fine. And then we saw another one, a a bit of a trek away. Six minutes <laughs> in the car. Six minutes <laughs> in the car. And we went there and she said, you know what, I'm, I'm really hoping I don't like it. So, you know, we can just send him to the school at the the end of the road because I'm probably making it worse in my head than it is. Um, and it was amazing. Six minutes isn't far though. No, but when you drive past another school, <laughs> that Google says is 30 seconds. Your school is not good enough for me. It's literally a walk away. Um, it's like, oh, that's such a pain. Why couldn't it have been the other way around? But the, the second school we went to see was amazing. It was so nice. Wow. And to the point where I was thinking, wish i'd come in because the, the field they had with like these football goals were amazing and wow oh it's such a nice school really good vibes does that make you feel older no no it doesn't mm. i feel like speaking to uh young people the other day yeah i actually started off with the question of are we old <laughs> and one of the girls who's i think she was about 16 said you are old but you're not elderly. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you know what, I'll tell you that. That's, no, re- that's really not nice. Old, but you're, elderly. you're not old, but you're elderly. Every cloud. So we had a dilemma when we were putting Noah into nursery of there was a, what, what's the forest school? Yeah. But it was 45 minutes away. Yeah, that's further than six minutes. That's very far. And my wife was trying to convince me that that was the best. And it was. It was fantastic. But you've lost three hours of your day from mm. driving. Yeah. And it's like, that has to be drawn a line. And there's a nursery down the road from our yeah. house. Yes. <laughs> I think what's what's funny, well, not funny, but like the, the standout to me is, is that this time comes so quickly. Yeah. Like it wow, feels yeah. like, probably feels like about a year ago that we were bringing him home from hospital. And like... In soon and that will come around September next year will come around uh, he's going to be going to school wow um, so yeah that's uh, that was a felt like a big a big moment but mm-hmm. yeah when we walked into that a second school and don't get me wrong I've probably exaggerated the first school but um, <laughs> yeah it feels like a really grown up thing to be looking around schools for, for your own children yeah. when it felt like not that long ago I was at school myself that's mad have you been back to your primary school since leaving no. I can imagine that it's that whole thing of this felt huge. Yeah. And you walk in and actually it's tiny. <laughs> like the, yeah. the, the big hall. Because yeah. our school, small. our school had two, two halls, small hall, big hall. I can imagine it's tiny hall, <laughs> little less tiny hall. <laughs> I'd love to go back to my school. Really? I might, yeah, I might go around. <laughs> Hiya. Yeah. Can I come have a look? Because I used to come here. And I want to see if it's as big as I remember. What a weird conversation. Yeah, I wonder, no, if, they get, I wonder if they get that a lot. I don't know. You've got to be a celebrity, haven't you, to go back to your school and not be weird. Get, get invited back. Yeah, I need to like win an Olympic bronze or something. <laughs> Just so you can see the school. Yeah. Oh, let's put the work in now. <laughs> but it very much was good vibes and you, you kind of take the vibe don't you I can imagine other parents will look around the same two schools and have the complete opposite feel to what we did it's just what yeah. what stands out to you yeah and I think I'd be useless in that scenario as well so I very much rely on my wife as well yeah just to help me understand what's good yeah she said to me do you want to come with me or there's another session later on after work I said no I'll come with you I said because let's face it you're just going to get annoyed when you say to me what did you think? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what questions did you ask? I didn't ask any. <laughs> so I'll come with you so uh, so you can ask the questions. And the good thing was they were speaking in acronyms and, and school speak. So like, oh, we're going to put out a new uh, playground in the LSYF. And I'm like, Lee, what's the LSYF? And she would like, tell me. I don't even know if that's the thing. <laughs> but I was like, well, what is that? It was like early years learning facility. E, I don't know. Just talking nonsense now. <laughs> 
<laughs> I believed you. Make it up. Well, it's, it's something like that. But yeah, it was good. It was good having a um, a teacher for a wife. Comes in handy. Yeah, comes in handy when you're looking around schools and. Do they get any like about to say discounted rates because she's a teacher, but it's free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> it was a secret handshake that they did when they walked in. That ended with Ofsted. <laughs> Oh, Jordan, I was listening to a podcast uh, the other week with um, Katy Perry, I think it was. Yeah, she's... What, she, you were listening... She was in the room with you? <laughs> or she was on... She was on the podcast. You did not know. <laughs> you did not tell me that you knew Katy Perry. I bet she's been back to her school. <laughs> yeah, I bet she's been invited. <laughs> but it was it was not a parenting podcast. It was just... She was talking about parenting because she's got a two-year-old. And she said... And she's still like working constantly and yeah. obviously imagine that's quite a busy schedule and one thing that I thought was really interesting she says she's struggling with that she's coming home from work and her two-year-old daughter is saying words that she didn't teach her mm. and it's that whole thing of and, and like she was saying that she's making a real effort now to actually be there a lot more for her, her kids because that feeling of like them learning and developing without you and actually as a parent that's part of your responsibility as well and like for us like there'll be things that my daughter says which I don't know where she's got it from and in the beginning those things like like affected me quite a bit of just like oh I'm not doing my job here yeah like somebody else is doing it for me um, and I just thought it was quite helpful that I'm not not, not alone in that <laughs> somebody else who yeah. has all the resources available to them is yeah. also struggling in that regard. I think with celebrities, it's funny because you forget that they're people. <laughs> and like yeah. you forget that they have the same struggles. And I know that they've got like this amazing lifestyle and a lot of money and, you know, money can ease the worries and stuff. But a lot of times it's hard. Yeah. Because they've got to maintain that. Especially for yeah. someone who's a singer, like profile is quite important yeah. to your career success. Yeah. You got to keep churning out their songs too. Yeah. You got to be churning out the hits. <laughs> <laughs> so I can imagine that they feel a lot of pressure yeah. to keep going at this same level of performance. It's probably the right word for it because they're yeah, performers. Yeah. Um, but then also, you've got your child at home learning stuff without you. Yeah. <laughs> it's when they come out with something outrageous and you both look at each other and you're like, where have they got that from? <laughs> was, that, was that you? Was that, was that me? And my little boy at the minute, he just blames everything on his big cousin. Like we're, That's who's genius? And we say to him, "Who says that?" And he's like, "Zed says that." His name's not Zed, but he's like, "Yeah, Zed." And we're like, "Well, no, he doesn't." Like we know, we know he doesn't. So yeah, he just blames. He just passes blame. But yeah, he's coming out with all sorts. Now he's at nursery as well. Yeah. Um. Yesterday or this morning, I don't know. All the days merge. He went. <laughs> That's crazy. And I was like, "Where's, where's he got that from?" And how are you saying that in a positive thing of like? That's crazy. Like, or are you talking about that is insane? <laughs> one of the favorite, one of my favorite things that I've taught my daughter to say is uh, when we're when we're going out. So like today we're going to the park. Um, I was like, let's go, and she'll she'll go, let's go, yeah boy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy. <laughs> she does it without a prompt. It's brilliant. Yeah, we were uh, recently. Um, he's been talking about what he wants for Christmas and stuff, and I said to him. Do you want some drums? No. Nice. Basically, I want a drum kit. <laughs> and I said, because I was like, drums are cool, man. And he went, yeah, drums are cool, man. And drums are cool. That's like Inception. <laughs> you have planted the seed there. I have planted the seed indeed. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully he gets a, a full-size drum kit. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be... Hopefully Santa brings that. Yeah, get it down the chimney. It would do well. I think I'm just going to start planting seeds. Playstations are cool. <laughs> <laughs> FIFA 2023 20, is cool. It's cool, man. <laughs> well, I've got a bit more of a serious, um, deeper topic almost. So last week we went to a soft play for someone's birthday. And... Oh, I remember this because you text me. I text you, I think, whilst there. Because <laughs> it, tra- it didn't traumatise me. That's not the right word, but it... it did it upset me? Probably. Yeah. But my little boy, um, one issue that we're trying to get him out of is screaming. He'll scream. If you can't take his shoes off, screams. Ah, okay, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't scream, just ask for help. If uh, 
I don't know. If you can't open the door, you'll scream. So we went to the soft play. We could hear him screaming. And we did the whole thing of, oh, that's mine. And this um, <laughs> this other parent went, oh, it's probably mine doing something to him. And uh, my wife went across and said, don't scream. You know, stop the screaming. A few minutes later, I could hear him screaming again. And uh, it's like, okay, please like, stop screaming. And then he screamed again. And I was there this time. And I saw what was happening. This little boy was just grabbing him like by his T-shirt and basically shaking him and pulling him about. And uh, I was thinking, oh, gosh, that's that's why he's been screaming. The other parent that said, oh, it's probably mine doing something because they were watching them. That's why me and my wife kind of... Because you're at a party, you're trying to talk to people, you're not keeping an eye on them the whole time. And at a soft play, you often can't see them the whole time. Um, But the other parent was there. And um, I said, just say to him, stop, please, let go, and he'll let go, won't you? Kid just carried on. Like, if anything, he he started doing it more. And my boy, he's a a little lad for his age, and I think this other kid was older. So it's quite a a size difference. Um, And he just carried on doing it. And the kid's dad was proper shouting. He was bellowing at him to stop. Eventually he did. Um, and the kid was wearing a, a blue top. So my little boy was going, the blue one's getting me. Um, and realised, oh gosh, this is what's been, wow. this is why he's been screaming. Um, so my wife came across and she said, try not to scream. I said, Lee. I said, no. Like he, he's well within his right to scream. Yeah, yeah. She went, really? I was like, yeah. Like I saw the whole thing. Um, a few minutes later again, probably more than a few minutes later, um, I saw, heard him screaming, looked up. And you know, there's always like a walkway, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw my little boy with his back against the ropey bit and the kid's head was just in his stomach and he was just nudging him with, no. his, with his head. And this kid's massive oh, my compared word. to my little boy. And I was just like, what do I do? Like, I really want to go in and like, help, like I needed them there. Yeah, I needed, to tell the other kid off. Them to come and, just nut him. But the the awkward thing was was well, I shouldn't say th- their that. other pa- <laughs> the other parents were there. Oh, that's so awkward. So like, they, what did you do? So it got to a point, and this this was a bit sad. I think it's what upset me. Mm. Um, Luca just went and played on his own. He just left him alone. He was avoiding him, but because it was a, a party, all the kids were together. Ah. So he just ended up being by himself. Which was, you know, it was lovely to see him think, actually, you just sack this, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. go someone on my own. But to see him running around this soft play on his own with all the other kids. Are... And then the other, to be fair to this other lad, he, was, he wasn't he was singling out Luca. He was doing I say to be fair to him. <laughs> he was doing it to everyone. So it wasn't like he was targeting my little boy. He was doing it to everyone. And this other dad was, he had no patience for him. Really? Yeah, he was really like. So what were the other parents doing? Did, were, they doing anything, were they just shouting or was it just. They just kept telling him like to stop and, and all that sort of stuff. But the, the dad next to me was like, like, they know he's doing it. Yeah. You pull him out. You don't say, you know, stop and be nice. You pull him out. So yeah. it was really, for me, it was quite upsetting to see my little boy upset because I've never seen him kind of be upset about something like that before yeah and i got to the point and this was i think the issue for me was you know the right thing to do is tell your kids to walk away mm. i just wanted to say to him look look mate next time he comes near you put your fist in a ball and just shove it in his eye like kick him in the shin <laughs> but you're not going shoes on <laughs> but like there was there was nothing in me that wanted to t- like teach him to the do right, the, right the right thing. thing. And when yeah. there's a kid that's that much bigger than you and you can't get away, yeah, it was horrible. So that's, that's the thing where like, in our house there's probably a bit of a division of later down the road of what we teach like our daughter to do. Um, and if we have any other kids, what like, what's right or wrong? Because I, I was always taught as well, like when you get to school age, it's also slightly different. Um, but it was always just like, Probably more from my brother than from my parents. Hit first, hit hard. Well, that was it. <laughs> that 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 was it. Um, and like for my daughter, I don't want her to be a, a pushover. No. But I also want her to know what the right thing is to do. And like from my perspective, violence is never the right option unless it's self defence. Yeah. And it's but it's that thing of that is such a fear that I have as a parent of making sure that they are a well equipped to deal with any situation yeah but be that they're doing the right thing yeah 
And that was and that was it for me. It was like right, just you know, ask him to stop nicely. And sometimes that's just not an option. Yeah, it's okay. just and not that, an option. And it's what's sad is that they have to learn that at such a young age mm. that not everyone's going to be nice, even when you ask them to. Yeah, that is heartbreaking. And don't get me wrong; like there have been times where my little boy would have played too rough with someone or like climbed on them and made them cry. He's very affectionate, so like he'll cuddle you, yeah. whether you want a cuddle or not. And I think I've said before in an episode, nursery called me and yeah. he was cuddling people and wrestling them to the floor to cuddle yeah. them. But it was different when he was like, the, ki- the kid was being quite rough with him and there was nothing affectionate about it. Mm. He was just grabbing him and pulling him and pushing him. Yeah. Like sticking his head on on him and headbutt in his stomach. Like it was horrible to, to watch. But yeah, my dad was very, I was taught the same thing. My, my dad worked on a three warning policy. So like you warn them three times. And then if it comes to it, like make sure that you, <laughs> you hit them hard. He was like, hit them hard enough so they don't hit you back. That's what my dad used to say. And it's the, it's the, it's the level like as parents of like, cause you always joke, don't you? Like about the worst thing is your kid being the bully. Yeah. And it's like, you hope that you raise your kids in such a way that they're more aware of people's, like the, how their actions are affecting people, um, which is hard to do. Yeah. But it's that importance of constantly, constantly, like not just disciplining your kids, but constantly giving them the boundaries and like educating them on what's good and what's not. Yeah. It's it's, it's hard, but it's so important. Yeah. Who knew soft play could be so <laughs> pro- so profound but yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't nice to see at all. And he said to me, he was like, "Daddy," because we told him that soft play is a rainy day thing. Yeah. He was like, "Daddy, uh, next time it rains, we'll go to soft play. Um, I'll wear my buzz costume, and if the blue one's there, I'll get him with my laser." <laughs> and I just had to like really hold myself back from saying, "Do you know what? It's not going to work." Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just a red dot on your sleeve. See, I think I've learned from my wife now that I'd either intervene with the child or I'd be like having words with the parents. That was it. I yeah. think that's where I'm at now. I was nearly at that point of like, seriously, mate, yeah. you need to sort this out. And that's that's tough. That's a tough conversation to have. Yeah. Hopefully not again for a while. <laughs> Hopefully not again. Jace, before we end, um, time is ticking. Um, I just want to pick up on something we discussed recently about food banks. Yes. So we came up with the idea just on the fly, talking out loud as we were thinking um, about donating to food banks. And although our intentions were good, maybe the execution wasn't as good. Um, So what we want to do is we really do want to do something as a a collective community of us and the listeners where we donate to local food banks. And what I said was, take a picture of yourself, donating at a food bank, send it to us. That's a bad idea. Because I know a lot of people don't like the whole, look at me yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So what um, what we'd like you to do is, let me just find the dates. I've just had a text off my wife saying, both kids asleep. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> look at that. So it's the 24th of October today. And this episode will come out on the 28th. Yep. What uh, I would like us and our listeners to do is on the week of the 7th of November, that's a Monday, is to donate to your local food bank and just send us a message saying, I donated to my local food bank. And that's it. And then we can say on whatever episode, so-and-so from Jason from Sheffield donated to their local food. And that's all we'll get. So people won't even know it's you. You don't have to send us a picture. And then we can just say that as a collective community, we donated to our local food banks and we feel like we've done some good for people in the community that need a bit of a boost in that'd be amazing this I've, day and age i've literally as you were speaking just put it into my calendar yep week commencing 7th of november um and then we'll do the episode for the 18th the week after yeah and let us know and mainly just to encourage each other as well of actually something that we could do as collective good yeah be just being part of something bigger so amazing perfect <laughs> send us home amazing if you'd like to get in touch we'd love to hear your stories your comments your questions your parenting fails but also just your parenting wins yeah. uh, we want to hear them uh, please send them to us at parenting tools pod on instagram or tiktok or email us at parenting tools pod at gmail.com and if you are an international listener let us know where you listen. let us know you've got a new jingle yeah. <laughs> is it a jingle no it's a, it's a celebration statement <laughs> 
and see you next week. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.